All right, so welcome back to this week's weekly webinar. I'm Jason Yerusi of Yerusi Holdings, and today we're going to focus on passive real estate investing and all the benefits that you can find by investing in real estate as a passive investor. Before we get started, if you want to hear each and every week about the new topics that we talk about in the apartment world, in the multifamily investing world, make sure you go down there and hit that follow button. I'm Jason Yerusi of Yerusi Holdings. We're a multifamily investment firm here in Middle Tennessee, focusing on repositioning underperforming multifamily assets across seven states. But today we're going to talk about the power of passive real estate investing. So what is passive real estate investing. It's a type of investment where you put your money into a real asset, but you don't have to do any of the work involved with managing or operating the property. Instead, you hire a professional to do all that work. So, hmm, sounds great. Well, let's dive into it. Well, here at University Holdings, our vision and our value is creating cash flow through multifamily investments. We do that by finding underperforming properties and raising those communities to be better places to live. And through that, we're able to help others meet their investment goals. So that's the power of passive investing into multifamily. And when we look at that, our mission is to provide solid passive investment opportunities with the opportunity to generate massive cash flow for our investors. And we do that by finding these communities, these properties that are not being managed or not being operated to its most efficient manner. And we put in tried and true processes that we have now done on over 26 properties with over 13 of them selling, going full cycle at rates at, at returns higher than our initial analyzed returns. So here are some of the benefits of passive real estate investments. Well, it's less risk. Ideally, when you invest into an apartment community, instead of having one single house, one single tenant, where the tenant's either there or not, you're either vacant or occupied, or you're paying or not, you have 100 tenants, 50 tenants, 30 tenants, 300 tenants, who can ultimately pay the rent, which can provide revenue to the property to cover the expenses and the could cover the debt service, which ultimately leaves you the cash flow on the back end. You get the diversification. Within stocks, you're ideally really investing into that one stock. We're here with real estate. You're diversified across really multiple properties or multiple units within that property. You have the potential for high returns, right? Not only do you get the cash flow, you get the depreciation benefits, the ability for your tenants to be paying down your debt, right? So when you go to sell that property, your mortgage has now been reduced. And lastly, you get the ability to force forward the value of the property and produce more returns to a profit at closing and really less work. You get the benefits of having your exposure to real estate in a fractional level, meaning you do not have to put down all of the deposit. You do not have to cover all the costs. You do not have to pay for all the construction. You can partake in all the benefits of real estate as a passive investor through a fractional environment, through a fractional manner by being part of these large transactions. And being part of these large transactions gets you on the other side all the benefits to the cash flow, the appreciation, whether forced or by nature, the depreciation, the debt pay down, the tax advantages. So you can have all these benefits as a passive investor just by partaking through private real estate investments. Now, why would you as a passive investor want to invest in really multifamily real estate? Well, the estimated new rental households per the year of 2025 is 10 million. And we've now had that increase by over 500,000 new households needed in the last five years with over 15 million 
of needed households in this decade alone. And we're on pace to build about 10 million of them. So if you look at that, we have not enough housing. We have the need for good housing. So if you can find housing that's not performing and make it perform well, you're always going to have a good spot for you to have a great renter base that can produce great returns. So here are some of the reasons why the commercial real estate market has performed so well. And some of these reasons include a strong economic growth, right? So we've seen this in many major markets. We invest in primary and secondary markets where people want to be, where people are moving to, where there's great jobs, great job diversity, a great nature to the city, a lot of path of progress, low interest rates. So we, we are now in, into a rising interest rate environment. However, if you look at the over the course of history, we're still at a moderated rent level or interest rate level compared to where we have been in the past. And we project, of course, that although rates have risen in quite some nature, we're going to see them now start to trail off going to the end of 2023, going into 2024 in some nature. Rising rents, the cost of housing has gone up. Lack of housing is now a prevalent problem. So we're continuing to see a rise in rental levels as people are now forced to stay renters for longer and are lacking the availability to housing. And the strong demand for multifamily properties uh, really the values of apartment buildings have gone up speaking to nature there's not enough of them to meet the demand so of course they've come more valuable into nature so all that sounds great right what are the risks well of course you have the economic downturn right so inflation hits people's pockets so ideally they have to choose between you know paying for uh groceries or paying for gas or doing something like paying rent ultimately housing is always something of the first driver so people in good markets with good tenants are going to always push forward to pay the rent oversupply you're going to see at times many markets that get hot or get heated um, aka you'll see this in some of your markets like your phoenixes or your las vegases where you have a ton of inflow of new construction a ton of cranes in the air and ultimately it drives to certain areas an oversupply of units which ultimately brings down the ability to rent them at a proficient manner that could be lack of financing. We've seen a lot of banks have a lot of headaches in the last few months, and that couples to the effect with them not providing great loan terms or standing back from even financing in general. So it could make the market from a multifamily investor much tighter and much more difficult to transact in. And lastly, regulations. Depending on your state you're in, uh, you might be in a state that's not conditioned um, in a very landlord-friendly manner, and it may affect the way you're able to app access your property. So with that said, there are a number of factors driving the strong multifamily market that produce great returns. So we had the strong demand for housing. We already talked about the low interest rates. We talked about the increased urbanization, right, where people are moving to areas where they want to be renters for longer, whether forced or by choice, because it gives them more access, more walkability to where they want to live compared to living far out and going to access that area because they brought a home an hour from the city. And next, strong job markets. So if you think about something of, of having a strong mar job market, you want to be in an area where there's multiple employers, right? That's where we're seeing so much driven into Atlanta here because there's so many employers, so many job opportunities, so much new infrastructure being built that's going to service that area that's going to continue to bring jobs and continue to have people want to be there because they're going to have access to jobs based on just location. So why multifamily? Ideally, it's the most secure sector of the U.S. real estate market. Easy access to debt, even though lending has been hard in the last few months, it's still the prime area that lenders want to lend in based on all the nature of what we talked about too before, multiple tenants, uh, really easy access to roll your leases each and every year based on a one-year lease to transition to any inclines or declines in the market. Um, 
uh, target properties are often institutional owned. And really, with that effect, you find, even though it's institutional, it's undermanaged. So if you think about this from a private real estate investment, it's also historically outperformed uh, compared to stocks and bonds. In stocks and bonds, you're also not able to utilize the leverage that you are into real estate as well, where you can really take your equity and partner it with debt to produce the best returns forward. So real estate historically outperforms stocks and bonds in terms of returns over the long term. National Real Estate Association of Realtors average annual return on real estate investment in the last 10 years was 10.5%. And that goes all the way back, trending on a rolling average all the way to 1975. While the average annual return on the S&P 500, 9.8%, and the aggregated bond index was 5.7%. So it gives you so many different reasons while stocks and bonds do not perform to the rate of real estate. And beyond that, you get the inflation hedge that comes along with real estate. You get the limited uh, supply. The demand is going to continue to increase and put pressure on rental rates and the tax benefits, all which stand alone for the test of time of real estate. So thinking about jumping into private real estate investment, look at syndications, look at your access where you can get into deals and be partners with great operators on deals so you can partake in all the advantages that come with multifamily investing by being a partner in the deal, but not having to put down all the money, not having to do all the work. It's a great way to get yourself involved with real estate without having exposure to all the risks and partnering with great partners provides the best opportunities. So again, I'm Jason Yarusi. This was talking about passive real estate investing. If you want to hear more about what we do at Yarusi Holdings, some of the investments we work on, feel free to go down there, send us a message, go over, go to Yarusi Holdings. You can shoot us an email, shoot us a contact form, get in touch with us. We'd be happy to jump on a call with you, learn more about what you're looking for for investments. Thank you so much. Talk to you shortly.